Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over there and start using it now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So now we're going to go into the second segment um, with the Prince. Prince. I like that. I like What's that. happening? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. So, all right. Um, so I did some research on you, and um, your story is interesting as well as far as your, your journey into entrepreneurship because um, you were actually – see, I actually listened to your podcast, and you were, you were outlining how um, you didn't start as an entrepreneur. Like, you actually started – you were working for the company, right, for four years. Correct. And um, you had to grow into that role of being an entrepreneur and a, and a business person, and you learned. And, Correct. But before we even start, uh, um, how did you guys meet? I don't think I got that part of the story because I know you said that you were in the basement. Was that correct? Or no, no, no. Okay. So I, I'm gonna tell y'all. No, jumping jack taxes in the basement. Oh, not okay. you. Oh no, yeah, yeah, not me. The jumping, <laughs> the jumping jack tax. The mascot was in the basement. Not me. Not me. Yeah. So just. The <laughs> Um, so just to go quickly, quickly into how we met, um, basically we started out in college, right? And, uh, community college of Philadelphia. And basically I was going to school for finance. I can't remember what Dana was going to school for, but, uh, we ended up meeting, but not really going into the relationship wise. We were just friends. Then we both ended up dropping out of school. She moved to New York with her dad. I dropped out and I started immediately working in banking. And it just so happened that I want to say about two years in to being in school, I was, I'm gonna say I was about 20 years old at the time. Uh, I saw her videos all over the internet. Plus I was building my brand at the same time as well. Um, at the time I was talking about relationships, which that's a whole nother conversation, right? <laughs> and uh, cause I talk against that all the time now, but 
I remember seeing her videos everywhere and I slid in her DM. Okay. And I'm like, hey, what's up? I remember you from Community College in Philadelphia. Like, what's up? You're doing some great things. I would love to get mentored by you because I see what you're doing in business. I really didn't want to get mentored. I, mean, I was like, you yo, know, that was yeah, good. Yeah, you know. called, good you <laughs> called, Prince. <laughs> so, you know, yo, so I'm like, I want to get mentored or whatever. But she never responded <laughs> back to me. And I remember Ooh. I was sitting inside of my apartment. Was it seen, though? No, it wasn't seen okay. at all. No, actually, seen wasn't even, no, that, that makes, wasn't that on Instagram at the time. That makes a difference. Yeah. Right, that's different. But that wasn't on Instagram at the time either, that whole scene thing. So I remember it was like months and I never heard from her. And I was sitting down in my apartment with my homie at the time. And I said, yo, I know Dana Chanel. She's going to text me. I'm telling you. Like, I, I'm that guy. She's going to text me. <laughs> so he's like, nah, you're not going to get her, bro. I'm like, okay. It, I remember the one day I was ironing my clothes for work. And I'm, I'm, I'm ironing my slacks at the time and a 646 number pop up and I don't know anybody from New York. So I'm like, yo, what's going on? And I, I called my homie in the room and I'm like, yo, this 646 number is from New York. I know who this is. This is Dana. I'm telling you, he's like, you're lying. I'm like, I promise you, wait till I open this. How much you want to bet? $10. He like, all right. I open it up. I said, who's this? She said, it's Dana Chanel. I looked at him and started laughing. <laughs> Ever since then, we've been together since. And I remember the first time just to kind of go into business, right? I remember the first time she pulls up to my apartment because we were going to dinner, but she, and she was coming from New York, so she had to drive down. And she pulls up to the front of my apartment. I mind you, I'm living in Philadelphia, not really in the nicest area. And her car is wrapped with her face on it, and it says, <laughs> "It says as seen on TV in bright red." Like, like a van? Uh, no, a vehicle, like a wrapped like, car. Like four door sedan. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, was it, it was a, yeah, it was a truck, four door sedan, oh, as seen on, on TV, TV with her face on there, yeah. right? And then there's a driver in the front seat. She's in the back seat. So I get, I, I'm, I run out of my apartment and straight to her car. And I tell the driver, "Yo, pull off right now." I'm like, "Pull off right now," because I'm not trying to get robbed or anybody think I got, I, I got some money or something. So um, I, I ask her when we in the car, and I'm like, "Yo, I, I don't really want to, you know, I want to announce the elephant in the room. Why is your car wrapped?" And she, this was the first rule of business that she taught me is that. I would much rather promote my own business before a business that doesn't pay me. And from there, that blew my mind. And ever since then, we've been inseparable since. We got married two years ago. And Congrats. yeah, that's my that's my dog. So, all right, so you got Jumping Jack. So, all right, Jumping Jack Tax, joint, is it joint owned or? Correct, correct. Okay. Jumping Jack Tax is joint owned between me, my wife, and my father-in-law. So okay. be be before you were working at the bank, right, Wells Fargo, that correct. day that you decided to quit, Correct. It was like, we're off and running with this thing now? Correct. Um, so uh, just to kind of, no, <laughs> so so just to kind of, just to kind of give a backstory, just kind of give a backstory on how this happened, right? I, as soon as I dropped out of community college, I started working in banking. Mm -hmm. um, I actually was working at TD Bank. I worked up the ladder. I was a bank teller and then I moved over into insurance. So I actually got my insurance license in the state of Pennsylvania and New Jersey, life insurance, um, life insurance casualty, uh, and then in health. Correct. Yeah. And I was, I was selling a ton of annuities. I probably sold about, I want to say about $10 million worth of annuities for the bank. Um, and funny, I never received one single commission from that. I was just about to say, that's a lot of commission. I, ne I never, <laughs> brother, I never received one commission for that. And, um, I was just getting paid a, a salary of $15 an hour. Until I started to wake up and realize, like, damn, my skills really mean so much, but I, I only got 10 bucks in my account, right? And then I moved over into Wells Fargo because I thought that, obviously, it would be better to just get paid more by another company as opposed to doing my own. So I wasn't thinking the right way. And when I moved over to Wells Fargo, that's when I continued to sell annuities for them. And I met my wife and then 
she just came to me one day was like yo i want you to leave your job come work for the family business and i said you know what i've had enough the very next day i ended up leaving the bank after four or five years and from there i started actually working for the family business i was serving my wife and this is something that a lot of men need to understand as well a lot of men put their pride in the way of actually learning from whomever and i said this before is that it's, it's interesting how men have no issues with learning from their supervisor who's a woman or their manager who's a woman but yet the very woman that god sent into their life which which could be their girl their wife or whomever they immediately believe that they're supposed to look down upon her. Preach down now. And Can for me, and for me, I'm like, I, me, I don't block my blessings. I learn from whomever's in my space and my wife. As y'all seen in part one, she is a firecracker and I respected that so much. And I, I'm, I'm a dummy when it comes to learning. So any room that I go into, I'm going to sit and I'm going to ask questions and learn from whomever. And whenever I get an opportunity to where I get to sit in a room full of millionaires or people that are going to change my life, I'm jumping on the opportunity immediately. So five years of working at the bank, I threw it all away. And I said, this next day, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving and I'm working with the family business. And I was serving my wife for about, I want to say, three years before I started, became the CEO of Jumping Jack Tax. And it is where it is now. So what, what was the relationship with your father-in-law? Right. Was he welcoming like, all right. Or was there some hard times before you became part of the yo, family? Funny enough. Yo, I'm going to tell you a crazy story <laughs> about this. I'm going to tell you a crazy story about this. When, when I first, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, uh, he's licensed. So I, I just, I'll I just, I'll start there. I remember the first time I went to his house, I walks in and there's nobody in there but me and Dana. But she said he was going to be there. So I'm looking around for this guy because, of course, you want to shake the man's hand whose house it is. I'm, I'm all about respect. He's nowhere to be found. So I sit down on the couch. We sit down watching TV. Next thing you know, uh, somebody's behind me like, freeze. I'm like, what? <laughs> so <laughs> I put my, <laughs> I'm putting my hands up. But I, got, I got robbed twice before, so I wasn't nervous. But I'm like, whoa, she's setting me up right now. Like, this girl that I thought was a Christian <laughs> online, this was all fake. This was all fake. Real Philly stuff. So he's like, freeze. He's like, freeze. I turn around. <laughs> and he's like, yo, give me everything in your pockets. I'm like, yo, bro, listen. I don't even, I don't even know what I got into. And then he was like, nah, I'm just playing with you. And then when everybody started laughing, you know, I was, my heart was pounding. But um, from there, man, I, I, I got to tell you, he, my father-in-law has been the best mentor that I've ever had in teaching me, not just from a business standpoint, um, but also how to be a man and how to treat my wife the right way. The very, the very man that's, that's the, the father of my wife taught me how to love her effectively so that our relationship could be great. So much so that he said, yo, Don, as a, as a man, you may, you're meant to be the leader of your household. Right. So I'm going to make sure that I teach you how to go out and hunt and put you in a position to make sure you can take care of your wife and family for the rest of your life. And I'll tell you, that was I, res, I respect him so much because that was something that my dad didn't even do for me. Mm. And me and him don't really have a relationship right now. He was in and out of in and out of my house and I had to take care of my mom and my grandmother, you know. So and by the way, my mom and grandmother is now retired. They work for us. Oh, wow. But. And that was that was the least that I could do in return for something that, you know, my father couldn't do. But my father-in-law stepped up and taught me all the qualities of what was necessary to be a man. And from there, that's how I got where I'm at now. I saw what I heard when you said that you had to pay at first. For, if absolutely. I, absolutely. How did that work out? <laughs> so I remember the first phone conversation I had with him and we were on the phone 
and I was asking him for help and I said, Hey, I want you to mentor me because at the time I hadn't, I hadn't, I had an e-commerce business, which I'm going to get into that too. I had an e-commerce business and I was trying to grow. It was a jewelry business. I was selling inspirational jewelry and Dana had vouched for me at the time and said, Hey, he's a good dude. Get on the phone with him. The day I got on the phone with him, he said, Hey, listen, man, I'm not really for the riffraff and nothing like that or having, <laughs> or having incomplete conversations because I'm going to tell you, especially one thing I learned in business, a lot of people will play around with you, but never get to the point of talking about the deposit. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and they waste a lot of time. And that's not something I, I like to do anymore. So I respected him for that. He got straight to the punch and said, yo, listen, I need money and it's going to cost $10,000 in order for me to mentor you and help turn your business to the next level. And like Dana said, which is so important is success has history. You feel me? Like a lot of times we'll get around a millionaire or somebody who has achieved the extraordinary. And then we start doubting the very qualities that made you attracted to that individual just because a price point came. And for me, I had to realize, damn, look what he's did for his daughter. Look what he's did for his own business as the the children's entertainment company. And I said, man, I got to do what I got to do. So at the time I ended up uh, pulling money from like, I think I had a retirement account at the time with Wells Fargo. I ended up pulling money from that. And I gave him the deposit, which was the first investment that I ever made, a, a larger investment for him to be able to help me. And then it just excelled from that point on. But just to kind of go into like the e-commerce business, right? And you I, know what's so interesting? The very, and sorry to jump in, honey, but um, the very money that he gave my father, we gave it back to him to put towards jumping jack tax. Was it was it uh, a situation where he just wanted to see if you were serious about absolutely 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 he had he, the, he had to, to pull see, my card yeah mm. he wanted to see if a lot of the time what happens is we constantly want to take from something but are we willing to give and he had to pull my card to see if I was truly serious about entrepreneurship because mm-hmm. a lot of people got so much talk man but but like like Hove said everybody's bosses till it's time till it's time to pay that 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 office you know um, and, and and everybody goes missing. You know, so and just to kind of go into more of that e-commerce lane, and I talk about this all the time, and I, I want everybody that's listening to this to understand, is that just to backtrack, I had a license in insurance, and I sold over ten million dollars in annuities. How in the world did I go from selling insurance to selling inspirational jewelry? The worst mistake I've ever made in entrepreneurship was chasing my passion over my skill. And there are so many entrepreneurs, right? People that are working at jobs that are entrepreneurs, but they feel as though that the very thing that's going to make them successful or rich is that passion that's deep inside of them. Oh, I'm going to be a rapper or I'm going to make it to the NFL or the NBA, not realizing that you have a less than 1% chance, but your job that you're working at, they are teaching you the very skills, the processes and procedures necessary for you to take that skill from your job to just start the actual business and that because you already know it. You've been there for five years. You've been there for eight years. You don't put in the sweat equity, you know. So I've left the bank of my of, of in insurance to start selling inspirational jewelry. And guess what happened? What you happened? probably know because you're a financial advisor. What happened with your jewelry business? No, what happened with the licenses? Oh, you lied. They lapsed. Yeah, right. My licenses lapsed. I went into the inspirational jewelry business, which lasted for about two years. And I promise you, I probably would have made a million dollars two, three years ago with the very skills that I already had selling 10 million for the bank. 
but I was so caught up in this passion game and then I had to bring it back towards the skill. And it's just so funny that after two years of being in the jewelry business and making all of those mistakes, it brought me right back over to the very business that I already knew, which was finances, went into the tax industry, and then within six months, Jumping Jack Tax made a million dollars. It's not by coincidence. It was because I went back into the skill that I already knew. And a lot of people here that are listening to this podcast or whomever, they have skills, but they're throwing them away for a fictitious dream. And I'm not telling people to get rid of their passion. All that I'm telling you to do is utilize your skill for five years, right? Because you got five years. You already, you already did that with a dead-end relationship or your job or at college, whatever that may be. Use that same five years with your skill and allow that skill to invest in your passion. That's good. That's like Charlemagne, um, his book, he says, um, F your dreams. And what he means by that is like just what you said. Like your dream might be to be a rapper. Like people are actually going to make it as a rapper. To like, uh, <laughs> you playing with odds. It's kind of difficult. More people need their taxes done than they'll ever buy your album. And that's a fact. No, that's a fact, for that sure. Fact. So, all right, Jumping Jack Tax, right? So you have 300 locations, is that correct? Uh, 400 now. And it's the up you said it's franchise now? Um, well, it's the difference between franchising and licensing, but we can get into that. Yeah. I don't like to use the word franchising okay. for legal okay. purposes. So you, All right, so you license it. Correct. Okay, okay. What is the difference? I'll tell you the difference. So, uh, with franchising, of course, you have uh, you got the fair trade, you got the fair trade commission, the franchise association, where you gotta you gotta be registered with those with those folks in order to be process. yeah, it's a whole process to be a franchise. Not something that I was I was interested in doing. What I was more intrigued by was licensing, right? Now, here's the thing, and this is one of the biggest things my father-in-law taught me is that you don't want to be the best store in the mall, but instead you want to be the mall where all the best stores want to be in. Right. People get that. People get that concept confused. You want to be popular. Right. I could have I could have went and became the best tax office. But what happens now when my wave is gone? What happens now where somebody just don't like Prince that I know anymore and they release some some information that goes all over the Internet. Now, nobody comes to my tax office anymore. I got to shut down the doors the same way with people who have stores that are inside of the mall. How many times have you seen stores inside of the mall shut down every single day? all the time but how often have you seen the mall shut down slim to none now of course for those who want to be technical they say well amazon shutting down the malls amazon is just another form of a mall just in a digital just in a digital form yeah. it's just another form macy's is another form of the mall just digital now because they sell other people's products in there right. you have to become the mall so for me when going into Jumping Jack Tax, the first thing that I did was, listen, we got to license this thing out because in order for me to be wealthy, I have to make other people rich. Right. So and just to kind of go into just to kind of go into this whole licensing uh, thing. And, and I started doing my research. I'm a very analytical person, of course, because of numbers and um, finances and everything. Right. And I did my research and found out that the number one licensor in the world right now is Walt Disney. Walt Disney made $50 billion just in licensed merchandise last year. Not even, not even, not flying out today to their, to their, to their amusement park. Just in, mer just not, in merchandise, 50 movies. billion, nothing. Just right. 50 billion in merchandises, right? And they're the largest in the world. Let's just even go into another, let's go into another example of, of licensing and how a lot of people like overlook this so much. We all know George Lucas with, with uh, Star Wars, right? Yep. I didn't know who that now, was. Now, <laughs> what's funny is when George Lucas first started Star Wars, he was trying to shop it around to so many different uh, 
production companies and all of them said no because they thought Star Wars was going to be a bust. And next thing you know, 20th Century Fox came around and said, hey, we'll take on the movie. Now, here's, here's why it's important of why you need to take advantage of your name and why you need to spread this and, and, and keep, keep the rights to your name and license this thing out. When he booked the deal with 20th Century Fox, the first thing that he negotiated was he wanted all the rights to his merchandising and to his name, to the IP. He wanted to keep it. And 20th Century Fox said, you know what? I don't care. You can take it because I think Star Wars is going to be a bust anyway, but we believe in you. So instead, we're just going to cancel out your director's raises where if they do any sequels, um, he won't get it. He won't get any raises or anything for uh, like that. So they made a bad move because Star Wars became a hit. And now since he owned the IP, the licensing rights to that, when he sold it to Walt Disney, he sold that IP for four billion dollars. So what ended up happening now when with me understanding that data, I said to myself, I got to license out the Jumpin' Jack Tax brand. And what ended up happening was now when starting the Jumpin' Jack Tax brand, the first thing that I looked at was people need an opportunity and people need a blueprint. And when you look inside of your communities right now, you walk down the street, the first thing you see is a tax office probably on every single corner, whether it be an H&R Block, Liberty Tax, Jackson Hewitt. And H&R Block, if you didn't know, made $3 billion last year off tax preparation services. And they just one of three companies that have that make billions of dollars in this industry. And majority of their offices are inside of black communities. Facts. Facts. And you can look that up on Google if you don't believe me. They've been taking advantage of the communities for so long, for the past, I want to say, got to be 40, 50, 50 plus years. And majority of the people who own these tax offices are also not black. So for me, that was a problem. And I said, you know what? I got to create a blueprint. I have to create a system in a way for now people of color to be able to own tax businesses because I know we all talk about buying back the block. That's cool. But what about buying back the services that are in those communities as well that are making billions of dollars? You forgot about them. Yeah. You forgot about the, the laundromat. You forgot about the tax offices. You forgot about the 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 the, uh, the beauty supply stores. All of those. You forgot about waste. You, you forgot about waste management. Waste management is one of the biggest businesses in New York City right now. Not owned by us, by the way. But that's when I said we got to license this brand out to Jumpin' Jack Tax in over six months through so much consistency, so much hustle. I literally, I, I probably out of all 400 of those Jumpin' Jack Tax partners, I probably sold all 350, almost about 300 of them all on the phone. Wow. Put in the groundwork. And a lot of people don't like to understand that. If you ask every single Jumpin' Jack Tax partner right now, did they speak to Prince Dino on the phone, they are gonna say yes. So you provide training and, and what else to, to, to the partners? So. What we provide for the Jumpin' Jack Tax Partners is number one, we enroll them in online tax preparation school, which is going to give them 100 hours of tax law information, right? Now, here's what's important, too. A lot of people don't understand. Um, you don't have to be an accountant to own a tax business. Something uh, That's information that, that we missed over the past 50 years. You don't got to be an accountant. Why? If you walk into an H&R block right now, who's sitting down at the desk preparing your taxes? A 25-year-old girl that's that's probably she she there part-time so you don't got to be an accountant to, to prepare taxes you also don't have to you don't got to be a graduate from college um you actually to be honest you don't even got to go to school anybody joe from across the street 
can literally wake up one day and say, yo, I want to start a tax business. And there are no regulations in, ma in majority of states that require that of requirement of any sort of education for you to start a tax business at the current moment. So, but for us with Jumpin' Jack Tax, it was more than just tax prep services. One of the things that I was so passionate about was we're not just offering tax services, we're, we're, offering, we're offering the ability to change the people in our community's financial health. And the only way to do that is we gotta provide all of our partners with the education. And then we provide them with the software and of course we provide them with all of the marketing necessary because we built an entire hub with Jumpin' Jack Tax, an entire customer base so that now every time somebody comes on to Jumpin' Jack Tax, they already have a, a set amount of customers that are in their zip code that, that are already waiting for them to open up. So we integrated technology and created a Jumpin' Jack Tax mobile app where now all our partners will never have to struggle for customers because we built a community on the Jumpin' Jack Tax app. When tax season comes around, we will send out a notification saying we can send out a tax prepared closest to you and now all 400 tax repairs and tax corporations and companies that are under us now indeed have business. So were these 400 um, locations, were they already tax offices that maybe just rebranded or were they just- Every single, every single person that's with Jumpin' Jack Tax right now is someone of the community that needed an opportunity yeah. to change their family's lives and we taught them a skill for them to be able to create generational wealth, every single one of them. For the past 10 months, I haven't slept. I've been training them every Tuesday and Thursday when it came to marketing, when it came to growing the business. I've been making sure that they were in online tax prep school so that they can get the knowledge when it came to tax law. I've literally, and, and the only reason why I felt this was important was because I didn't, I, this is important. You don't wanna bring toxic into your business, right? And I've built this, this, this powerful community of all of our partners that are talking to each other on a daily basis. I didn't want to bring any outside forces of people who are already tainted in the tax industry to bring any sort of fraud or whatever they were doing over there, over here. So for me, we built it from the very, from the ground up, this opportunity. And when I educated people on a daily basis for them to understand that they can start a tax business. So Dana uh, obviously brought a family business. Are you have you brought any of your family members into the jumping jack tax? That's that's crazy, bro. Absolutely not. Okay. But what's what's funny is, man, and I and I and I I just did a video about this is that you never put somebody in a, you never promote somebody into a position that they aren't ready for. Mm. One thing that I'm not going to do, especially in business, is reach out my hand for somebody who's going to pull me off the wall. Especially when I have to scale this wall to get over to my next blessing. Mm. Especially when as a man, my first obligation is my wife. Number one. When you get married, and I want, I want every man to understand this, don't confuse it. Your first obligation is, is your wife, your kids, and then anybody underneath that from your mom, your grandmom, whomever. So anybody that's not in alignment with the vision that I have with me and my wife and my family, or could potentially cause me to stray away or to distract me from this vision, then I can't have them aboard. And I can't beg anybody to be a part of a, bis a business that they know is a blessing. It's funny that strangers believed in this vision faster than family members did. And you know what, if, you know what it is? You know what it is, I'll tell you. It's because they've seen who I, they, they've seen who I was, so they don't respect who I am. Mm. 
so for me, you know, I'm not begging anybody to be a part of something that I know is a blessing. Wow. You feel me? I'm not doing it because, and my wife told me that she tells me this every single day because I'd be under so much pressure is that like, and I'd be thinking about so much and I'd, I'd be feeling for people sometimes like, damn, like, yo, I did all of this for this person. Why, why don't they just understand? You ever said that? Like, yo, why? It's not for me to understand. When God wants that, see, one thing I can't do, I can't block somebody's test for them to reach their testimony. Can't do it. Everybody got to go through their own test to reach their testimony. And whenever they get to that point, God will reveal that individual to me and then we'll bring them on. You know, but other than that, I got to keep striving for the vision and for the legacy. And, and, and another thing that's important too is this. When you have such a calling over your life for your community and for legacy, like right now, yo, we got, we got millions of, of people of color right now that are struggling financially, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, in every way, shape, or form. Do you honestly believe with the calling that God blessed me with, with Jumping Jack Tax, to be able to create financial freedom, that I'm about to sit here and argue with somebody that I grew up with who should respect me but don't? We ain't got time for it. I ain't got, I ain't got, got it. it. I'm sorry. It expired, homie. Most, most by, <laughs> it expired. We can't get that time back. That's, no, that's, we just can't do it. Question. You said you spoke to every, um, all of the 400 owners. Correct. Um, you marketed to them. They reached out to you. How did how did that grow? Because that happened like in a couple years, right? That's pretty, that's quick. How, what was the marketing Well, plan? we grew 400 partners in six months. Six months. All right, even more impressive. So what was the, how did that happen? What was the marketing plan? So here's, here's what's important too. And I don't want, I don't want people to get it confused with believing that, um, a success story happened in six months, right? Mm -hmm. No success story happens in six months. Um, success has history. You got to understand. And I, and I, I, I respect, I respect the plug. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost, like I said, the reason why a lot of people aren't on my level and I'm just saying it in all hum in, in the most humble way is because I got I got a man behind me that got 25 years of business experience. The dude is a visionary, you know. And then from there, I also have a wife that y'all saw in part one, who's a firecracker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then on top of that, I got three other people around me who are great and great at tax law, great at sales. So this team, that's this team that I have around me, is like the Golden State Warriors right now. Do you feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's the reason why we get rings. And here's the thing. I never take success for the 400 partners. I just take success for being a part of that team. And you may see me as the CEO, you may see me as the face, but let's not confuse the people that are in the background who helped to get it to this point. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs, they wanna be self-made so bad. They wanna be self-made so bad and then they're gonna they're gonna turn out and realize that being so lonely in your business it sucks. There's no like there's no way that you can brainstorm everything in your business by yourself. It's just impossible. You gotta bounce ideas off of people. You need to have somebody that while I'm working the business, it's somebody on the outside who's looking at the mistakes that I possibly might make, and they say, "Yo, fix that right there." I need somebody that's going to be. My eyeballs, my, I need somebody who's going to be my, 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 the person that speaks life into me, my wife. You need people like that to help ex expand upon a million-dollar vision. But when I hear that self-made stuff, man, I'd be like, all right, yo, you, 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 you frauding. 
you know, and I won't, I won't never fraud. I talk about the people that got me to where I am and I'm thankful for it, you know, and I don't care what I do, where I go. I'm always going to surround myself with a great team because I know that that's the qualities of a championship. And as long as I got the ring, I'm winning regardless. So, so I'm, I'm average Joe on the street, right? And I want to have a uh, jumping jacks tax. What, what is the FIFA licensing? So the FIFA, our FIFA licensing right now is five grand, Actually right? Word, right now. Annual. <laughs> um, no, five grand, five grand one-time fee, and then we have an annual licensing fee of a thousand per year. Right. But that is going to, of course, increase. Um, we wanted to expand, of course, and we wanted to provide an opportunity for uh, we really wanted to provide an opportunity for the people of our community to be able to afford this. And I'll be honest, when you look at the H&R Blocks and Liberty Tax and all these other companies, they're about there. We're talking about fifty, eighty thousand dollars to start a wow. franchise with them. So and it's funny how businesses do this and it's, it's sort of like how like this whole this whole redlining they they redline that business in a sense of like you can't afford to to get in here so i'm not going to tell you no but i'm gonna just make it 80 to a hundred thousand dollars to where you got to say no to yourself but that's how white people do and 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 Can i and i didn't i didn't want to i didn't want to do that so i wanted to provide a reasonable ability for those of our community to be able to get into this tax business and to be trained to be able to create create legacy because that's what this is what was originally about so five grand and then plus a thousand dollar annual licensing fee but when you think about this right now i just break down the numbers to you because people say well five grand to start a tax business well uh, first and foremost there are two things that you have to do in this world you're going to die and you got to pay taxes just, just, there's no negotiation with that. You pay taxes more than you die. You, you, there's no, there's no, there's no negotiation with that. I mean, that's so, not even a lot. I know people's tax returns are more than $5,000. There's no negotiation with that. Now, the average person, the average person on a regular pays anywhere between, I would say, two, two to $400 average right now to get their taxes done. Let's just cut it. Let's just cut it to the middle at three. If the average person is paying $300 to get their taxes done, like I said to you before, I don't even have to go on social media to promote my tax business. We just we just built a Jumpin' Jack Tax Community Center right inside of Philadelphia, um, and we're opening it up coming this upcoming tax season. Do you know that if I just do a certain amount of promotion just in that zip code, just in that zip code with thousands on thousands of people there, if I just get 300 people that come and pay a service of $300 for their tax preparation on the average, could be cheaper or higher, who knows, it all depends, that right there is $90,000. That's ninety current. That's ninety grand. And by the way, that ninety thousand goes directly to your bank account, and all of that comes between January through April because that's normally around the time period that somebody needs their taxes done. So for me, I even tell people that are business owners that have other businesses, listen, figure out how to carve out four months out of your out of your year to start a tax business because if you could generate anywhere from thirty to ninety or a hundred thousand dollars during that four months, what could that do for the other businesses that you already have? Yeah. Because it's a service that everybody needs. And I'm not telling I'm not telling people right now to, to find a new way to spend money. I'm just trying to convince people to redirect where they're already spending their money at. And it's something that, that's already being done. And it's, not be, it's not coming over to our pockets. So I'm just promoting the people, hey, let's just take back the services of our community. It only makes sense. Plus, something that he missed, too, um, that I think it's important is I think where I was so flabbergasted, and obviously I didn't know about it, he, like, taught me. Um is how 
your tax preparation fee is coming straight from the IRS. So this honestly was the first business I could legit think off the top of my head that I was like, hold on, so you mean I don't even have to give you money or open my debit, I don't have to open my wallet or give you my debit card number to pay you? No, it automatically comes from the IRS, so you're getting paid regardless without the person actually having the funds to pay you because it's coming out of their tax oh, return. Like if, if they get a refund. Exactly, and Correct. so I was like, whoa, Correct. that's insane. I've never been in a business where I was gonna get my money regardless. Yeah. Correct. That's insane, that's insane. Um, yeah. Well, you guys, like me, <laughs> yeah, some of us don't, don't yeah. Yeah, no, not the same. I got you. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> I got you. That's me. Oh, listen, I'm running as fast dodging, as I can. Dodging, dodging. I am on a payment plan, guys. He's, he's, he's thinking of me. <laughs> but I'm not playing. Buying as many properties as possible, please. This is uh, the everyday I, employee over I, there. I, I think what's important, too, and I want to touch on something, because a lot of people, they hit me up and say, Don, you know, like, why can't I just do my taxes on my own? Right? They hit me with that question all the time. And I gotta ed I, I gotta educate people on this. Number one, let's just make this plain and clear. The IRS don't work for you. I think this is a, it's a huge misconception that, oh, I do my taxes on my own, but there's a difference between doing your taxes on your own and actually having a tax expert that's walking you through this process. Because the IRS does not work for you, and it's very, it's very important to understand as well. And I, I find this, I find this pretty funny, a, a interesting system that they put together of how, as long as you pay more, they don't got a problem with you. You pay less, they got a problem with you. But if you pay more, they won't tell you that you pay more. You got to find out that you pay more. So for me, for me, it's, it's like it's, it's really a double edged sword that you got here. And the only way to find out if you pay more is that you had to go to an actual professional who could look over your information and say, hey, here's where we could have fixed this. So it's important for people to understand the IRS don't work for you by thinking that you're smart, by trying to do the tax, doing your taxes on your own. You're actually you're actually doing a disservice to yourself. And the last thing I like to tell people is this. If I walk this out of a courtroom right now, I walk out of a courtroom. What is better to come with? And I'm, I'm, this is this is not to this is not to put down uh, court appointed attorneys at all, but it's just to make a point. What makes more sense? Me actually bringing my own lawyer into the into the courtroom to represent me or to have a court appointed attorney that came directly from the court who's loaded with 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 uh, with with cases all the way up to their eyeballs. And they just found out about your case probably the same day. So you was already up shit's creek. So for me, it's all about making sure that people have the right representation. And most importantly, by you having somebody that's a professional, they're going to be able to educate you, not just between the months of January through April, but actually educating you throughout the entire year. And that's something that people in our community actually need. And that's how we're going to be able to improve the financial health of our people, not just from a tax standpoint, but from a credit standpoint. But from are you actually insured the right way, like the entire financial scope. And unfortunately, a lot of people in our communities can't afford to, let's say, pay a financial advisor. Or sometimes when I was working at the bank, you had to have a certain net worth in order to even to engage with the financial advisor. So we at Jumpin' Jack Tax provided an alternative now for the folks of our communities to still have access to a financial services representative without being outpriced because they don't have the net worth to talk to someone. Nah, it's true. I, and I, can see, I can vouch for that because I'm a financial advisor and I used to do my taxes myself and I got audited. And 
I haven't done my taxes. <laughs> that was the exactly. last time for that. Exactly. It's serious. So don't play around with it. Um, you can make mistakes. Yes, you can. If you think you know what you're doing, you can still make mistakes. Yes, you can. And you don't want to get audited. So I can vouch for that. And then when you get audited, you run to a tax professional anyway. So it doesn't make sense to me. You might as well do it the right way in the beginning. So. Download the Jumping Jacks app. <laughs> so can we talk about text message marketing? I, I've heard you, you, you've talked about that before. Oh, man. What's the, what's, the, what's the deal with that? So it's funny because I pretty much built the entire Jumping Jack tax business off text message marketing. But for the new entrepreneur, it's very expensive. And I, I want to tie into this is that as an entrepreneur, if you don't have the ability to communicate with your customer like this, you are going to fail your business. And I think it's important just to piggyback off of what Dana said. We're fighting against large companies right now who have billboards. They got radio. They got commercials, everything to drown you out. And you're just thinking about posting on social media for, for Sally to be able to see the post. And she ain't going to see it because they're limiting your algorithm. So for me, I had to start finding strategic ways, strategic ways to be able to connect with all of our potential Jumpin' Jack Tax partners. So here's what ended up happening. So when I built the Jumpin' Jack Tax website, we had a, uh, basically people had to apply. Now when they applied, of course, I'm already thinking ahead of time of how am I gonna communicate with these people if they decided they don't wanna start with Jumpin' Jack Tax. So when they applied, it's important that you grab data. So they filled out their name and one of the biggest pieces that I made them fill out was their phone number. Now when they filled out their phone number, every single day I was exporting all of these forms it was about like 500 or more applications a day coming in so i'm getting all of these phone numbers in now i go to an actual text messaging service and i upload i want to say about 15 20 000 phone numbers into the system and i remember when i was about to send out my first text message they brought up the price to send out the text and it was like 1500 bucks mm. to send out for one, one for one message Fifteen hundred dollars. That was determined by the amount that you were sending out. It's determined by the amount of phone numbers right. that it's going to deliver to. Okay. But it's going to get directly to their phones, and that's why I tell people that communication is super expensive, and that's the reason why moving and and kind of like positioning over to now, I'm pushing the app so hard with Jumping Jack Tax app is because now that I have an app and I get people to download this app, I don't have an overhead cost to send out notifications to everybody's phones as opposed to text message marketing where if you don't got the money as a new entrepreneur that you, you can't you you can't even afford 1500 bucks i had the ability to do it but it was in the, the reason why was because by me sending out a text message for 1500 if i just get one person to close a deal with that same night i made 5000 back and my expense was 1500 so i made 35 in profit so you spent that fifteen hundred to send the text message? Oh, for sure. There's no cheaper way to do it. There's no cheaper way to do what, it. What service does like? How do you do that? Um, it's like text messaging services. You could just Google it, but all of them have the same price. They're going to charge you. They're going to charge you. I want to say about three cent, maybe three three to four cent, uh, a, a text. It it it, 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 it it's very expensive, and that's why like it's so important, man, that you have your own platform, you get your own mobile application or some sort of technology, because now you can. If you, if you if you if you cannot affordably communicate, you're going to cause a huge a huge uh, a riff in your business. Because so at, at that point in time, the app wasn't yet uploaded to Google Play and Apple, so we had to. He also still wanted to be able to continue to move. So in that meantime, 
he went ahead and used the text message marketing. But as soon as we went ahead and the app was published and it was live, he started repurposing all of the users and now speaking to them through the app. And so that same exact thing that used to cost 1500 now was free with his own mobile application. And there's no limitation Correct. to the amount. No limitation, no, no, no limitation no, to the amount. System. So now you're sending it through the app. Exactly. You, just, you could literally send out if you got a million in your app. 100%. Every, and, and it's going to hit all of their phones. The Jumping Jack, 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 Jack Tax app. And we call ourselves the uh, the Uber of tax preparation yeah, services. <laughs> We're the Uber of tax prep services because now people can go to the Jumping Jack Tax app. They can click find an office and a map is going to pop up. And when uh, that map pops up, it's going to pull their zip code and it's going to point them in the direction of the closest Jumping Jack Tax partner that's there. They click on that individual and then it'll either say call or contact and they can call them directly to actually... Uh, to actually set up an appointment to get their taxes done. You can do that for your business too at alexandmaps.com. So it's so it's major. We and and that's one of the biggest things that I've that I saw was missing in the tax industry was technology. I'll be honest with you. Every tax every single tax office or tax business right now in the industry has one big problem. They suck at social media marketing, they suck at technology, and that's where Jumpin' Jack Tax ate them all up because I saw it immediately when i when i first when i first started with jumping jack tax h&r block got less than ten thousand followers on social media i would say like six thousand liberty tax got about maybe eight thousand followers turbo tax got like maybe ten twelve thousand followers jumping jack tax on top of us having our app which has about a hundred thousand people downloaded we also have about forty thousand people that follow us on social media as well the reason why we took over so fast was not just because of our mission and our why because i think every single person that has a business needs to have a very strong why for what they do something for because screw the screw the jumping jack tax product anybody could have started a tax business they could have got that anywhere people believed in the why behind jumping jack tax and i made it very clear but most importantly i drove so hard with technology and social marketing and that's the reason why i was able to cover so much more territory and get over 400 partners in a matter of six months and other other tax companies couldn't do it and now we're the fastest growing tax company in the country right now ever no in history We've grown faster than every single tax company that has ever opened in their first year of business. And it's crazy, so. Well, there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There you have it. Um, powerful. That was powerful. You know, Inspirational. I, I'm going to be honest with you. After your wife's segment, I thought you had a high bar to meet, and I wasn't <laughs> sure if you could actually meet that one. <laughs> but you did. Extremely impressive. I, I want to, yo, I, just to be honest with you, because I want to show her, I want to show her out. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give y'all something else. Uh -oh. Something else. I gotta show y'all uh -oh. then. Uh -oh. I'm gonna give y'all something else. So y'all ready for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're ready for this. Ready. I'm, about to, I'm about to drop it because <laughs> this, this, this tax industry, man, this, this thing is crazy. Do you know that when you have a tax business, that you can make a hundred, you you can get a hundred thousand dollar loan from the bank with no credit, no W twos, or no income shown whatsoever. Hundred thousand cash loan. Break it down. Basically, when you run it, when you own a tax business, there's a certain thing called bank products, right? There's a third party bank that's in between the IRS when you actually go to submit your return to the IRS, right? Every time that you submit that return through the bank, the bank is basically going to give you a credit. They're going to give you one credit. So let's say, for example, I do 500 returns in the tax business. I got 500 credits with the bank. Now let's say the average tax prep fee is $300. The bank now knows that I just made 150 grand from January through April during the tax season, right? 
Now, of course, I'm going to get my full 150 grand. The bank is going to send it over to me. The customers are going to get their money. Here's what happens now. Those bank products are super important because that's how the bank also makes money as well. The bank makes about $34.95 every time that you submit that return through the bank, right? Now, what ends up happening is after the tax season is over, what I can now do is, because it's all based off of performance. Imagine if you could get a loan off of performance and not your credit. I can go after tax season over, go to the bank now and say, hey, bank, look what I did this past season. And then they're going to look, they're going to run your EFIN number. Now, an EFIN number is an electronic filing identification number. In the tax industry, an EFIN number is just as, just the same as a social security number. Like how the bank runs your social and they can see your credit score, an EFIN number runs your performance. After the season is over, I go to the bank. The bank is going to ask me for my EFIN and they're going to, they're going to type it in. 626395. They're going to pull it up. They're going to see what my performance was for that year. They're going to look at how much money I made in tax prep fees. And then they're going to see what they're going to they're going to look at what's called a funding rate. Now, a funding rate basically means how many returns got funded by the IRS. Because a lot of people's stuff get offset because of child support, a bunch of different things. Now, as long as my funding rate is at 95%, meaning out of those 500 returns, I don't, I don't know what 95 would 480 of those people actually got approved and the IRS sent their money. The bank is now going to write me a check for a hundred thousand dollars on a loan. No credit necessary. No W2 just based on my off of my performance of what I did last year. And now I could take that hundred thousand and I could do whatever I want with that money. Of course, I'm supposed to use it to expand my tax business, but they don't care what I use the money for. And the way that I pay back the hundred thousand is the following tax season. They're going to take the hundred thousand from the profits that I make that next season. So now I was able to get a hundred thousand free and clear. And the interest rate on that is like three percent, which is unheard of. And I have no I have no collateral, no home, no nothing. And they gave me the hundred thousand. I could take it, do what I want, and I only got to pay them back the following season, just based off of my performance of what I made last year. And a lot of people don't understand that. And if you're struggling with funding right now, trying to get cash, well, how about do you believe in yourself enough? If you believe in yourself enough and you need to get the cash, then what you do is go into the tax industry, show your performance, go get the business, get you build up your clientele, and prove to the bank that you're worth it and the bank is going to write you that check immediately right after the season is over. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, but the bank, regular banks are taking a whole bunch of other stuff in consideration that doesn't necessarily say you're, re you're responsible For and sure. that sucks. We can't go to the bank and get loans. The second they see our skin color, they're like, you want what? Oh, they it's, won't tell you that. You got to say that off the record. They won't tell you that. <laughs> you want what? You know what I mean? And so what what bank do you know will give you strictly based off of your work ethic and your performance alone outside of, oh, your credit when you were 18 years old and ruined it? Do you get what I'm saying? So I thought that was pretty cool. When he Tax told me banks. that, I was like, whoa. Tax I'm banks. In my mind right now, I'm saying the same thing. Whoa. <laughs> like, whoa. whoa. Tax banks. It's just legal. <laughs> Wow. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right, that leads us to our final segment. <laughs> very, very, very rarely am I speechless. Very rare that I'm speechless. You guys came ready. You came ready. You came prepared. And um, like heavyweight fighters. And they, 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 they put on a tremendous performance. One of the best we've seen. 
It's probably the best we've seen. Stellar. Stellar. <laughs> Stellar. To say elite. Appreciate y'all. Elite. Any good words you can think of. Um, thank you. Thank you, guys, man. This is um something that I, uh, <laughs> I gotta be honest. I, you know, we've interviewed a lot of people. Everything, everybody's good. We, everybody's a good interview for the most part. I know you guys are going to be good because you're seasoned. And you just have, you know, you're good. But um, you were really great. There's a difference between good and great. Yeah, I mean. And, um, it's inspirational. Before anything else, it's inspirational. Um, because it's a business podcast, but the most important thing that you can do in life is to give somebody inspiration. And um, just looking at you, you inspire me. I'm older than you. and um, But to be married and to be so passionate, that's the thing I like about you guys, is passionate, right? And to be so passionate and to be so confident, it's extremely encouraging. And, um, yeah, I just want to say, you know, continue blessings to you guys for sure. And I'm glad we got a chance to do this. And hopefully, you know, we can stay in, stay in touch because um, – I definitely I enjoyed it. This is this is a, a something that I really enjoyed, and um, I learned. I learned a lot too. Yeah, every every episode that we have is, is a learning experience, and like this one, I'm just like, I'm jotting down notes in my head, but I'm like, I'm overload. I gotta go back and watch this <laughs> as soon as this is done, man. Y'all, this is inspiring. Like I said, when I see you look at her, I can see the love there, and the way she interjects with you is just like it's beautiful, man. And as a married man and father of two, man, this is this is great. This is amazing. So thank y'all. Thank you so much. Appreciate We're so it. grateful. And what you guys are doing are s- is so extraordinary. I would just say just continue to think big and to continue to just throw names out there. And most importantly, with this community that is watching, you have to take advantage of these of these people who are actually willing to listen. And, you know, we had some conversations offline about what you guys' plans are educational. Forget asking for permission. You guys create your own mobile app, create your own. You guys do your own damn curriculum. And the same exact grown adults who are watching this platform right now is the same people who would have no problem investing and putting money in gaining a curriculum they can go home and teach their kids. Forget the school. Forget them. You really think. We're sitting here having to do this at 25 years old, at 30 or 40 years old, having to have conversations about mortgages, about credit, about tax, and yet we weren't taught these things in school when they're, we're literally a slave to them when we live in this country. They don't want you in there. And especially as black men, they do not want your curriculum inside those schools. That is not the name of the game. So you guys go do it by all means necessary. And there's one thing about being inspirational, but there's one thing being a conduit of opportunity. And I will help y'all get to wherever it is that y'all need to get to, but you gotta, you gotta say y'all need help. You gotta say y'all wanna app. You gotta say that this is, this is serious, which I wanna do with this curriculum if y'all really about it. I don't ask permission from nobody, no school district, no handout, no nothing. We can make it happen. Right. And I believe in y'all, and I know that y'all got this, and this is extraordinary, and yo, y'all gotta take it to the next step. Not just no podcast. Y'all are meant to do something extraordinary. And y'all didn't meet us for no reason. Outside of all this podcast, y'all specifically. You here touching me, bro. So you better take something from me. And I say that with 100% confidence. You could take it. Take it. Take something from me. We can, I tell everybody, even y'all in the room, you can't be here, come in my presence, and you not take a piece of me. You have to take it. Or else I didn't do my job. Forget inspiration. We got to be obedient to the opportunity. Obedient to the opportunity. 
Like that. I love you, honey. <laughs> I love you. We love you too. <laughs> <laughs> love you. Kumbaya! Group hug! <laughs> and may the church say amen. And all God's people um, say amen. Wow. Yes, well, we, we need help. So, we, yeah, we yeah, gonna, we're going to have yeah, to talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're going to talk. For sure. For yeah. sure, for sure, for sure. And that's another thing, too. You, you, you can never be too full of yourself. You can never, you know, you got to practice humility. And realize that some some areas you, you're not the best at, and other people might have you know um, mastered things that you are still rough around the edges on. You you know can help you out with things, and that's, there's nothing he wrong. He would with definitely that. teach us some things too. <laughs> no. So um, so yeah, we yes yes. So yeah, we yeah we need help. Talk. <laughs> We're gonna talk for sure. So. Um, Thank you, Earn Your Leisure family. You guys are so awesome. Thank you so much. We're so grateful. We were literally on the other side of the camera watching these amazing guys really facilitate the most extraordinary kind of like informational like content. And we're just so happy to be like a part of it. And we're happy that we're here. Thank you for it. Nah, no problem. So do you have anything you want to make the public aware of on Jack Tags or... Uh, any of your businesses yeah. download the sprinkle Jesus app and download the jumping jack tax app and get your taxes done this upcoming season um and we just actually opened up our first jumping jack tax community center uh in philadelphia uh you can go to the jumping jack tax app to find it and one of the things i'm really excited about is uh um, i'm actually going to be having a financial literacy event around about november to this november december a free financial go, literacy honey. event uh to you know talk about credit insurance finances everything in between so um maybe we could work something out yeah, yeah, man. Man. Have i would love to have y'all there it's going to be sure. it's going to be awesome and um we're going to be officially opening up doors on january 2nd dope dope, dope. congratulations for sure um troy yeah items? yeah shout out to everybody on uh patreon.com y'all know that's our proud to pay program um as we you know there's five different tiers we have bonus content bonus audio everybody that's been supporting thank you so much um it allows us to to travel as you see like every time we go somewhere we, we try to set up interviews obviously this ain't the green room so y'all know we're not we're not at home base but um that allowed the proud to pay programs allows us to do that and travel to cities and um shout out to everybody that's supporting the merch our assets over liability shirt is our you know our number one shirt and we're gonna give y'all that before y'all go hopefully appreciate and make y'all officially alumni to earn your leisure university everybody that comes on they leave is that appreciate it so shout out to y'all and everybody that's supporting and um yeah man Thank you. Our book tip of the week is a little different. It's untraditional this week. It's Jumping Jack Tax app, where they have a bunch of education. It's an educational platform as well, right? I actually do have a book tip of the week okay. uh, outside of Jumping Jack Tax app. Um, it's not ours. You better I not think, say it. <laughs> no, no, this, no this, is, this, is, this is a serious book. I've said it on social media many times. I think it really is going to help a lot of men overall in life and just, just becoming entrepreneurs. I think every man across the, the country uh no they should read a book it's called uh think and grow rich oh think and grow rich that's a fact um, napoleon hill a phenomenal book it talks about sexual transmutation which i could go a whole we have to go home honey a whole <laughs> message <laughs> to that but definitely check that out definitely check that out there you have it yeah, think it is. and grow rich is the, is the book tip of the week and um we will see you guys next week peace peace Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments, all with no annual fees or interest. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress.
The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.